Hello everyone, this is Bola, founder and CEO of Clever Girl Finance, and welcome to the Clever Girls Know podcast. So on today's episode of the podcast, I'm going to be answering a couple listener questions, and I'm also going to be sharing with you guys some really exciting updates. But before I get into all that fun stuff, if you haven't already subscribed to the podcast, I will greatly appreciate it if you do. You can subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, and you can also listen to episodes and watch videos on the Clever All Finance YouTube channel. And if you're really loving this podcast, tell all your friends about it and head over to iTunes and rate and review this podcast so that other amazing listeners just like you can find the podcast as well. Also, if it's been a while since you stopped by Clever All Finance, you should head over there and check out the blog. We have a ton of amazing brand new content, and we're also launching new courses every single month on our course platform. And one of the cool things that we're going to be launching in the next couple of weeks is access to one-on-one mentorship over phone or video call, and also access to deep dive financial coaching with our financial experts. And this is a feature that our members have been asking for 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 a while now, and I'm really excited that we're going to be able to deliver this. So if you have been considering joining Clever Girl Finance, our courses are awesome, our community is epic, and things are about to get even more amazing. So let's get into the gist of this episode, and I'm going to start by sharing some of the updates I have. So the first update is about the Clever Girl Finance book. You guys have heard me talk about this book on the podcast for a long time now, at least a year or even more. And the good news, which I announced um, a few episodes ago, was that I got a publishing deal. But the good news today is that the book is officially available for pre-order. It comes out in June this summer. And I am so excited because the book has been a labor of love. It is the book I wish I had when I was beginning my wealth building journey. And, you know, I just... I'm really excited to share this book. You can check out the cover. You can read more about what's included in the book at cleverwellfinance.com forward slash book, or you can head straight to Amazon um, to check out the book. It's going to be titled, or it is titled, Clever All Finance, Ditch Debt, Save Money, and Build Real Wealth. So that's the title. And in the book, I talk about everything from paying off debt, saving, investing, your career advancement, side hustles, and more. And I am not alone in the book. I actually share the stories of women who have achieved major, major financial accomplishments. And also you'll be able to see their commentary added throughout the book. So this is going to be one of those really awesome books that you want to gift to everyone you know. The Clever Girl Finance book should be the book you gift to everyone this year. So I'm excited for you to check out the book. Head over to Amazon and pre-order it and stop by Clever finance.com forward slash book if you want to learn more details or just you know come support um the other really exciting thing that happened that has happened for me and for clever all finance in 2019 is that i got to participate in the city open innovation challenge and this is a challenge that is hosted by citigroup as a way to support um fintech the fintech community and um you know, recognize fintech companies. Um, And this was just such an honor for me to be able to participate. And one of the really awesome highlights of participating in this challenge was being able to ring the opening bell at the New York Stock Exchange. So that is something that has been a dream for me. Like it's been one of those things that have been on my vision board 
and I had no idea how or when or through what manner I was going to be able to do that. But then through the city innovation challenge, it became a reality. And what that taught me is that, you know, you can manifest your dreams if you stay focused. You don't have to know all the answers and you don't have to know exactly how you're going to do it, but it can happen if you believe strongly enough. And for me, you know, it may seem really trivial, trivial, you know, I rang the opening bell, whatever. <laughs> but for me, that was just one thing that I always dreamt of doing, especially since I started um, Clever Girl Finance. I would watch it on TV or in movies and I would say, you know, wouldn't it be cool if I could participate in that? ceremony and I got to do it. So I wanted to share that. So now let's get into listener questions. <laughs> and I have two questions I'm going to be answering on this episode today. The first question comes from Deborah, and she is a listener all the way in the Middle East. Thank you so much for listening. And she wants to know how to deal with the loneliness of getting your finances in order, especially when your friends are not understanding. Great question. And this is a common scenario. This is a scenario that I have faced, um, you know, saving money, staying in focus. And this is a scenario that lots of women face, especially when you get to that pivotal point of turning your finances around because you are doing things differently. You're going out of the norm. You're stepping out of the norm. You're stepping out of your comfort zone to make changes. And the people around you are typically used to that norm, right? And so it might be challenging for them to see you changing because you're not able to do certain things that they're used to doing, the way you're talking, the way you're thinking, um, you know, things you're doing, all of those things are changing. And so for them, it's also an adjustment. And there are two types of people. They're the people that are going to support you and be excited for you and want to go on the journey. Or even if they're not that excited, they will get it and still support you and, you know, be okay with the changes that you're making. And then there are the people who are just not going to get it or even worse, they're not going to care. And they're going to give you commentary that you don't need. What's wrong with you? Why do you think you can do this? YOLO, you're supposed to be broke, et cetera, et cetera. And so one of the first things you want to do is identify who these people are in your life so that you can plan exactly how to deal with them, right? For the people who are supportive or excited or both of those things, you can talk to them about what you're doing. You can share your goals with them. You can have them jo join you on your journey to building wealth. And, you know, that's one way to kind of build a little tribe for yourself so you don't feel alone, you don't feel isolated. For the people who are just not about what you're doing, then you want to consider spending less time and also talking to them less about the things you're trying to accomplish because the words that they say to you can have severe impact on what you're trying to accomplish and in a negative way, not in a good way. Because you know, think about your, when you're in that space where you're trying to turn your finances around, it's like a little tiny seedling that you're planting. And if, you know, someone kicks the sand or like tramples over that place you planted, then that, you know, that seedling dies. And it's the same way with your, with the goals that you set for yourself. When your goals are so new and they're so fresh, you want to be mindful of who you share them with and who you tell about them, because people can say things that may have you thinking, you know what, to heck with these goals. I can't even do it because they're still in their infancy stage. So 
It's all about determining who those people are and figuring out how you can spend less time with them. But if most of the people in your life just don't get it, they're not supportive, they're just not about this change you're making, you know, around improving your finances, or they just don't want to hear, you know, what you're doing, then, you know, it can be isolating and it can be lonely. And one of the things you can do is find your own tribe. We live in a day and age where you can get on social media, you can get on Instagram, you can join Facebook communities, you can join Clever Girl Finance and just participate in community. And that's actually one of the positives of social media is the fact that you get to participate in community. I remember way back when I was saving, you know, that first 100K, getting into saving habits, you know, trying to achieve that first milestone of mine with my finances. I was online looking for blogs um, to read. I was joining financial forums at the time, um, you know, leaving comments and getting to know the people in those forums. And then I started my own little personal lifestyle blog where I talked about money and I started engaging with the women who were commenting in my own comments. So find places where you can find your tribe, you know, and you also want to make sure that you're getting positive reinforcement. And if you don't have them around you, again, you can listen to podcasts, you can watch videos on YouTube, you can read financial books, but you want to make sure that you are only sharing your goals with the people who are going to support you and people who are going to be able to have a reasonable conversation on how to make progress and how to advance yourself with. So, well done for getting on this path to turning your finances around. And you can totally do this. I know that sometimes it can be hard. It, sometimes it can be difficult and discouraging, but stay focused on your why. Remember why you started this. Remember what it is that you want to achieve and you'll be just fine. So the next question was sent in anonymously and she says that she's really struggling because all she's doing is focused on paying off debt and she feels like she can't do anything else and is starting to feel discouraged on this journey to debt freedom. Hey Anonymous, thank you for sending in that question and great question again. Um, this is another really common situation, common feeling that a lot of people go through when they get on that journey to debt freedom. And my advice would be to find a way to build in small, reasonable rewards on your journey so that you can stay motivated, so that you can stay focused, so you don't feel like all you're doing is living your life to pay debt. And the reason why I said I say find ways to reward yourself is because there's a lot of emotion tied into paying off debt or even saving a lot of money or staying focused on a specific goal like a fitness goal or a weight loss goal or you know whatever goal, career goal. There's a lot of emotion and mental energy that's tied into being able to accomplish this goal. And you want to motivate and support yourself and give yourself that breathing room as you're going on this journey so that you can actually accomplish your goals, right? You need to take these little breaks and pause to just allow yourself to recover as you're going on the journey, right? It's kind of like when you're working out and they will tell you, work out for a couple of days and give yourself a break day and then work out for a couple of days and give yourself a break day. So building in little rewards on your journey can be the equivalent of your break day. 
And the way you can look at it is that a reward should not be anything that takes you off of the path of your goal. It should be something that fits in, you know, in alignment, in parallel to you being able to accomplish your goal. So if you have a goal of, say, paying off $1,000 of debt every single month, right, it's okay for, for you to treat yourself to that $5 coffee maybe every couple of weeks or even once a week if that's something that brings you joy. It's okay to get that manicure once a month or go to see your hairdresser once a month as long as you're budgeting for that reward and it's not taking you off of the path of your financial goals. And sometimes when you are, you know, you're focused on these goals and you are making progress and you want to spend money on something that's not tied directly to your goal, let's say paying off debt, you can feel guilty about it. You might feel like, you know what, why am I not putting this money towards this goal? And then you start to beat yourself down. And one way to counter that is to build that spending into your budget so that you know that it's already accounted for. And if you don't spend it or you get to the point that week or that month where you feel like, you know what, I'm good. I don't need to reward myself this month. Then take that money and put it on top of your debt repayment money or on top of the money that you're saving for your goals. So it's all about giving yourself, um, you know, the opportunity to feel good about the progress that you're making. Yes, you're paying off debt, but paying off debt is getting you closer to accomplishing your financial freedom because you're bringing down those negative numbers with every single payment that you make. So don't feel guilty about rewarding yourself and make sure that when you are rewarding yourself that it is within reason. That's the most important part. Um, I've had conversations with folks who have just taken that rewarding idea to a whole different level where they pay off $500 in debt, but then they're rewarding themselves with a $1,000 trip. Doesn't work that way. You want to do it within reason. So I hope that's helpful. And thank you guys so much for sending in these questions. If you have a question you want me to answer on the podcast or in the newsletter, head over to the site, send an email, and I will be happy to do that um, either on the newsletter or on the podcast. I typically answer questions in the newsletter every single week, and I love doing that because it's a way for me to connect with you guys. So hope you guys enjoyed listening to this episode, and I'll be back again with some brand new episodes. I have some amazing guests coming on to the podcast really soon. And again, please stop by Amazon, stop by the website, check out the Clever Girl Finance book, check out our platform, our courses, and please, please subscribe to this podcast. Tell your friends all about it. And I'll talk to you guys on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening.